Like, yeah, we're kind of short. Shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we're both short. Ian's tall. John, John's tall. Yeah. Tall. And he can't even fucking ride a scooter without falling off. He's fucking tall for nothing. He fucked up <laughs> your car. He fucked up my car. I Mark like, what good is being tall? This full fucking How shit are his you, pants. Are you, not, are you supposed to fuck up, not fuck up a car? What does being tall have to do with fucking up a car? Uh, tall people are just clumsy, I feel yeah. like. Oh, hell yeah. Short, short people are just, like, more on point with everything. Because y'all, like, have We're close to the ground. We're, we're like, little hands. We're grounded. We can touch we're shit grounded, more accurately. We're grounded as people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. John O's kill a whole new fucking car. Yeah. Are we recording now? Are we starting? Yeah, it's, it's, it's fucking recording. It okay. started? We're on. Yeah. Can I take on. a picture of this and Hide the vapes, story? guys. We're yeah, on. Hide all it. the vapes. Wait, no, we But fucking, um, yeah. Thank you guys for tuning in. Here with Kill Switch. Killium Switch it. Killium, Killium Switcherson. Tis I. Tis is I. Nice to be here. Well, shit, we're over in sunny, piss-smelling <laughs> L.A., Hobo equipped fucking, fucking run Los down Angeles. dirty ass Los Angeles. Yeah. Home. Home of the sound <laughs> SoundCloud rapper. It smells like home. <laughs> but shit. Um so yeah, bro, I wanted to dive into your backstory a little bit because there's like nothing about you online. Not a damn thing. No I've never done an interview shit. before. This is my first time doing an interview. Me. So whatever I say here is gonna be It's valid. This is this is the where everything is gonna be founded. Cause I saw I saw a video. Some dude did like a Who Is Kill Switch video, and he started the video like, "Well, I know absolutely fucking nothing about yeah, this." Yeah, no. Dude. Only <laughs> thing, only right. thing there is about me online is fucking pictures of me in front of like dirty ass bathroom mirrors and fucking. That's about it. Not a damn thing. And my tweets. Follow me on Twitter. Hey, follow me on Twitter. Kill the Switch. handle that we just put right there. Follow it. Wherever it is, it could be here, 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 here. Wherever, follow. But shit, fucking. So you, oh wait, are you from North Carolina? No, I'm no? from I'm from Anaheim, California. It's Orange County. For it's some like reason, right next to LA County. For some reason, I thought you were from North Carolina. Fuck no, I would not be from North Carolina. I heard about you pretty early on because you were fucking with some dude who I don't fuck with. Who's from North Carolina? What's Something's his name? Not gonna say his name. Oh, you're not gonna say his name. It starts with a K. Oh, I know exactly. Yeah, who you're no, talking you know, about. you know who I'm talking about. Damn, <laughs> know, that's 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 bro. I fuck with him heavy. Oh, but, you still do? But, yeah, I still fuck with him. But uh, oh. yeah, I just literally talked to him like fucking uh, like two months ago. I know who you're talking about though. I just can't do it with the fucking. It's Is not it Kamara. It's not, it's not him. It's not Kamara. It's not him. No. You, you were you thinking I was talking about Kamara? It, it was him. No, I fuck with Kamara. Okay, you fuck with Kamara? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well then I don't know. Damn, but, uh, I don't work with too many people, so I should know. Dude buys, uh, dude buys a shit ton of followers. He buys a shit ton of followers? Oh! I know who you're talking about. I know who you're talking about. I don't fuck with him either. He's I don't insane. fuck with him either. He's fucking insane. Yeah. But, um. He, okay, yeah. We're that's, not why I thought, that's why I thought you were from North Carolina. Nah, nah. I'm from, I'm from out here. I'm not from LA. Uh, I'm from Orange County, California. But, but I heard about you. Like, I didn't. I heard about you. Yeah, shout out to Kamara, by the way. I fuck yeah, with you. That's bro. We're supposed to do an interview and shit. Soon? Or yeah, soon. Okay, fire. So he's just that's been tight. running around. His dog he has some surgery and shit like that. Yeah, he's been hella busy lately. But, um, yeah. So I heard about you through that. So I heard about you probably, like, almost two and a half years ago now. Yeah, you've been, you hit me up, like, fucking, what, like a year ago? 
Same maybe. We should do yeah, an I interview. I heard about you like maybe a year now. Yeah, I just been fucking so all over that. the place. I've been yeah, fucking yeah. here. I went to Florida, and I was like, yo, we can just wait till the tour, and then shit you ended up coming here for the the spider gang show yeah and then i was here too so we're just like fuck it let's get it out the way well, i don't know why the fuck i thought you were from north carolina i thought because of that and then working with kamara i'm like okay bro i get north carolina. for some reason i get like i get north carolina i get fucking new york i get fucking florida i get uh, fucking la i don't know i just i just look like a soundcloud rapper i guess so when you go to watch the black of moon reaction i'm about to drop ignore the fact that i said you're from north carolina <laughs> you said I was from North Carolina. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did. I promise for sure you were from fucking North Carolina. Nah, nah. I knew Drew fucking you heavy. Yeah, I fuck with him too. And Drew's always on to who's coming out of fucking North Carolina. Yeah, he's just crazy. So, but so you from? Good guesstimate though. Yeah, Good guesstimate. I kind of tried to make an educated one, but it was. Still, it was <laughs> you could have just asked me, bro. You have my phone number. I, I mean, I do, but like, I you wanted to say so interview? Yeah, I did. I did. I feel you. I did I because you. I realized through doing these interviews. Because I become, I'm, and I'm blessed for it, it's a blessing. I become good friends, usually most people, that's how I do most artists I interview and shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? I become good friends with them, and I do this because I love people's music. I love the people's music I talk to, so it's just dope for me to be able to, you know, just be cool Put, with people yeah. on top of that. Put, like, a face behind the music and shit. Yeah. And know how they are, I feel you. But I realize, like, if I try to talk too much before the actual interview, I get to the interview, and I'm like, oh, shit. We already know everything. We know, <laughs> we know too much. And then it seems, it, seems, it, seems, uh, it seems scripted. Then. Yeah. Because yeah. some of the questions I'm going to ask you, like, it, it does seem hell. Because I've done interviews and shit that uh-huh. I've, I've asked questions that I know the answers to, and it's yeah. like, damn, that just seems hella off. Yeah. The way I ask that yeah, shit. Yeah, I, I hate the feeling of that, too. That's why I was going to, like, I was going to get to know you better. And, like, fucking, like, you know, FaceTime you, call you before the interview and everything. Because I'm hella fucking mm-hmm. awkward in, in conversations. I'm yeah. fucking hella antisocial. And that's one of the reasons why I've never done an interview before. But I thought about it and I was like, damn, it's going to make it even worse. Because if I talk to him and get to know him, there's not going to be shit to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's different because, like, the time we get to the second interview and shit like that, it'll be... I don't know, it'll be a lot different. I don't know. I just feel like first interviews and shit, like, it's just best for me to do it that way. Yeah, facts. So, so yeah, California, you said Anaheim? Is Anaheim, Anaheim, yeah. Anaheim. Anaheim. When did you Home start? New Zealand. When did you start getting into music? I started getting into music, um, I want to say I started, like, writing music and, and like, freestyling and shit uh, when I was about, like, 17. I want to say 16, so not 17. That long at all, really. Not that long ago. No, I'm 20. I'm 21. I'm turning 22 next month. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I've always like liked music and shit. Like I used to fucking bang on like pots and pans and shit and act like they were drums and shit when I was little. Yeah. And then I fucking idolized Lil Wayne, so I wanted to be a fucking rapper since I was like 10. But uh, I've never like actually pursued making music until I had this homie that came from Maryland when I was 17 and he had a mic mm-hmm. and I was like oh shit this fool knows how to record and I was like let me like ask him if I can record and make some music with him and at first he was like nah bro this fool's fucking trash like <laughs> I'm not gonna fucking I'm not gonna let you fucking record yeah. and then he ended up letting me record and he was like oh this is pretty decent and then that's how I started fucking recording when I was like 17 damn yeah so up to that point you had already been like was it do you know what you want to do with your life at no, that point? Or were you not a like, fucking clue. Kind of I music was, just, was kind of like an idea you had? Music was like, it was just, I don't know, it was just like, 
something that I like doing, but it's not something that I looked at as like a possible career path. Cause like there's fucking, there's so many artists out there and it's like, it's hard to, to be the one that stands out yeah. and gets the attention of people and actually has good music. But, um, so I didn't even look at it as like a fucking career path. So I was like just working like a dead end job type shit. I didn't want to go to college. Um, I was fucking washing dishes and yeah, that was fucking, that was my life. <laughs> 2017, with this time you were like, this is end of high school, I'm assuming. You were this is, like, yeah, my, senior, my senior, year. senior year. Yeah. So, so college, was college being like pushed down your throat? Yeah, bro, that shit was terrible. Like, you know, fucking senior year of high school, fucking all the counselors are coming in and everything. Yeah. Like, yo, go to college, go to college, all this. Uh, I fucking had a record on my, uh, on my fucking legal record and I had a record from like the school from like getting in fights and stuff and uh getting caught with like drugs so my fucking options were limited yeah. regardless so I was gonna go to fucking community college or some shit if I had to um but shit I didn't even know what the fuck I wanted to do so I was like when I found music and I found out I was like decent at it because I think my shit's kind of trash um I found out I was decent at it and I was like fuck it I might as well like pursue this shit yeah but yeah, I was just like, I wasn't gonna go to college, so I knew I had to do something. <laughs> so, how, what was high school like for you? You said you were getting in trouble a lot. Yeah, high school was fucking terrible. Um, so I went to uh, two high schools. Um, I went to Cypress High School, um, which was like one city away from my crib, um, and then I got I ended up getting kicked out of Cypress High School because the fucking the teachers, the principals, all them fucking hated me, and I was, like, always getting in trouble, like, fucking ditching, uh, they knew I would do drugs and everything, so they tried to search me every time I fucking, like, walked on campus, mm. they ended up finding shit, like, a couple of times, and I got, like, on-campus on suspension and shit, um, I would get in, yeah, I would get, I would get in trouble for, for fights and shit, that's what everyone knew me for back in fucking high school was, was for fighting, and that's why I got kicked out too. Um, I got kicked out cause I fucking, I stomped, <laughs> I stomped like three people's heads in uh, the same day. And then uh, the cops, they saw me and I ran and they knew who I was cause the cops knew me uh, by like a fucking first name basis. And they ended up coming to the school the next day and they pulled me out and I got fucking arrested. And I had to spend, uh, I think it was like two months in juvenile hall. And then uh, when I got out on house arrest, uh, they fucking, they sent me to continuation school. It was called like Gilbert or something. And that was the other high school that I went to. So yeah, Where? that was that was high school for me. <laughs> were, you getting, were you getting in trouble and shit like this like early on before high school? Like as a yeah. kid or? Yeah. So, you, so you've just always been in trouble. Like, yeah. What, what, when do you start getting in trouble and shit? Uh, when I was like 11 or 12, I want to say. Cause I got, uh, I got into some shit with my mom, uh, and my mom ended up getting, uh, put in jail and I had to fucking, I got taken away from her and I was going to go to like a foster home, but then my grandma, uh, she brought me in. So, uh, I was like, I don't know, I was fucked up in the head at that point. I was like, fuck, no one cares about me and shit like that. I was going to fucking act like a fool. And I was just, like, on the streets just doing dumb shit with my friends, fucking doing drugs, running from police, fucking 
just a bunch of dumb shit breaking into like houses like not people's houses but like houses that were just getting built mm-hmm. you know like when they leave them vacant yeah and like the whole inside of it is just like it's all built out like yeah. Yeah, yeah i would just go in there stand there fucking all the homies would just drink in there fucking spray paint all that shit so we would just get in trouble doing dumb shit like that but uh yeah nothing like too serious just kind of felt lost yeah just didn't know what to fucking do with my life yeah yeah pretty much so into high school you get in trouble and shit don't want to go to college yeah don't really have any options homie comes through with the mic so in this moment when you tried this were you just like i'm just gonna try it like, yeah, you, you, I fucking, you didn't have like, all right, I'm gonna do this, or was it just like, I'm just gonna try it and see what happens? Nah, I I just like when I was writing music, I was like, damn, this is fun. Like I, this is like like a, like a hobby of mine. Yeah. Like you know how people like, they'll fucking go play basketball after school or some shit. Like I'll just go home and just write lyrics, listen to fucking YouTube type beats and shit, and that shows like my version of having like a good time or like having my my free time. And that was just like the start of it, and I was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna just end up recording this shit." Because at first, I wasn't even recording anything; I was just writing shit down. So you were writing shit prior to. This. Yeah, I was just writing shit down and just like rehearsing it to myself. Gotcha. And I was like, I was like, "Damn, this shit's this shit's all right." Because I was just like, I was bored with music mm-hmm. at that at that time. There was like nothing good out, and I was like, "Fuck, I might as well make my own music." Yeah. And I was just writing shit, and then uh, bro ended up having that mic, and I was like, "Fuck it, let me try recording." And then, that's how Kills was going to be. <laughs> what was like? What was recording that first time? Like, were you one of those cussing? Bro, that shit was embarrassing. Time? And they just like one take the whole thing, run out of breath oh, halfway bro. through type shit. And I'm like, bro, pick up from that point. I have to, like, yeah, bro, because yeah. I didn't, I didn't understand like how how recording shit worked. I thought like you would just have to like, okay, uh, just go one time through. I didn't know you were able to plug in. I didn't know mm-hmm. shit. My my homie had like this this little mic. It was like a fucking a mic like this with like a, a little like stand on it and then we had to put a sock on it as like the pop filter yeah. and he was like alright go ahead and record and I was like with everybody in the room <laughs> like that, nah bro I'm fucking, like, <laughs> like I'm watching shy. Me like, yeah like, I'm shy like I thought what I was saying is gonna be like corny and people are gonna like laugh at me and not fuck with me and I was gonna be like the joke of fucking high school and shit mm-hmm. and I was like fuck I'm not trying to be like that but I ended up fucking dropping my balls and I was like, fuck it, I'm just gonna record. I recorded, and then bro was like, that sounded pretty fire, but do it over again because you fucking ran out of breath. And I was like, all right, fine. I did that shit, I layered it, and yeah, my first song was ass. It was ass. But Usually how it, that's yeah, usually how it happens. It was, it was ass, but people, my fucking, my homies were listening to it and they were like, yo, this shit is hard. Like, fucking. You should make more music. You should you should fucking try to like go through with this shit. Like you can actually like be someone type shit. And I was like, fuck it. If they're gassing me up, I might as well. <laughs> so I did that shit, and yeah, I ended up just like progressively getting better. So after that first recording session, where you kind of like, what happened after that? You keep going. You look. You actively look for another session, or yeah, it was because it was fun. It was like. I recorded it and it was like at first it was weird hearing my voice like yeah. on the fucking uh it usually on is the mic. same thing for podcasts too yeah at first it was hella weird for me like yeah is that what i sound like? <laughs> like i don't know i don't know why like i hear my voice when i'm speaking but like when i hear it back it's it sounds like, different i overthink everything i'm like damn bro that's really how i sound like i sound yeah. like a fucking no, i mean this it's, it's really how it is though you hear your own voice different than everybody else like i yeah. hear myself different than 
you know, you hear me. Yeah, it's but just it's, like looking in the mirror yeah. all the fucking time. Like, you get used to seeing your face, but then when someone sees you, they're like, oh, shit, this yeah. looks fucking weird with fuck you tats on him. I mean, it, might, it might also be different than, for us, too, because we, we hear our own voices all the time. Yeah. But definitely. for people who don't actively record their own voice all the time or hear their own voice on yeah. recording all the time, like, they don't know what they actually sound like. Yeah, definitely. You know what I'm saying? Definitely, definitely. So but, like, yeah, when, when, I, when I was done with that session, I was like... Alright, bro, like, I'm gonna look for more tight beats to fucking rap on, because I was, like, the thing, everyone was fucking rapping on tight beats. Yeah. And then, my homie was also a producer, too, and, uh, he was like, yo, I'm gonna send you some beats, too, because, like, I told you, like, this fool did not want to fuck with me, like, yeah. he was, like, he had his own little rap shit, rap producer shit going on at the time, and he was like, I don't want to fucking backpedal and start fucking with someone else and have to teach him shit, yeah. and, like, him be ass and I have to fucking have him piggyback on me. And uh, he actually fucked with it, so he was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna send you beats. We're gonna fucking work together and everything. Like, I'm gonna pull up. Uh, I'm gonna pull up next week, type shit." And I was like, "All right, bet." So it just became like an everyday thing where I would like get home from school mm-hmm. or fucking or ditch school to fucking go to my homie's crib and we would record in his closet, which I still record in the closet till this day. Still record in the closet till this day. I record. Kill switch is still in the closet. I'm still in the closet and came out. Been in there for years. <laughs> Not not even thinking about coming out, but nah, yeah, I I do all my shit myself pretty much. Besides uh, the mixing, um, I just I record myself and and everything, and then just send it to whoever to mix it, and then I put it out. So what what point when you're 17 when you, you first start recording? What point from what point was it where you were like, yeah, I want to do this. Like this is what I'm doing. Uh. Where I, like, looked at it as, like, a moment where I was, like, damn, maybe I have an opportunity to, like, take this shit further than just wrapping my room. How many years in were you at this point? Uh, I was probably... You're 17 when you started. 17 when I started. Um, I would say when I was, like, 19, I want to say. Um... roughly, like, a year and a half, two years in. Yeah, um, I was 19... And uh, I would do like little shows at this store called the the Most Brand Store, and they would throw like little uh, little functions, and people would like show up and and watch like all the artists perform, and a bunch of people started like fucking with me from that, and I was like, damn, so it's not just like my my friend group that fucks with my shit, like it's just random people that fuck with my shit too, yeah. and I started to get like a little a little fan base, like a little bit of fans, like fucking uh fucking my shit supporting my shit and then uh through that i met this one dude uh dom dom the kid and he knew uh flexitelli flexitelli hit him up through instagram and then i linked up with him from uh from that dom the kid dude and uh and i ended up being close with flexitelli and he wanted to work with me and he was like, yo, we're going to take this shit to the next level. Like, yeah. we're going to fucking get labels to fuck with you. We're going to fucking, we're going to, we're going to get, like, a good team behind you and shit like that. And I was like, damn, like, this could actually, like, bring me in money type shit. So now I was like, fuck it. Like, I'm going to put my job second. I'm going to put fucking, uh, put music first. And then that's when I fucking started working on my project, too. Yeah. And or, then that shit happened. So it took, like, two years for you to... To realize that I can I can do something with my fucking my voice instead of fucking working a dead end job. What did what did you sound like 
up until this moment? What like from that first recording session? What were you sounding like compared to now? Did the sound? Did you did your music? The sound. sound like it the now? sound. It, it's it sounded the same pretty much. I was doing a lot of like searching. Like I would still do. Uh, I would do. I would like genre switch, like how I do still, but like way more. Like I would try auto tune shit. I would try like fucking like trap trap shit. Like fucking. Uh, like young thug type of shit like all that yeah. and I was just trying to find what suited me the best um, but yeah the the underground type of like South Florida fucking or just southern in general that southern style just fit most with me and I was like damn I like I like doing this style the most and that's why I just like focused on progressing you said something hella important too that I don't even think I don't know if even you picked up on it or people picked up on it. You said I'm gonna start putting my job second and putting the music first. A lot of people when they want to do something they have hella excuses. Yeah. And they refuse to make that switch to putting whatever. You're yeah, because it's scary, bro. It's scary. Job. It's hella scary. I remember. I remember being like at that moment where I I, I walked out of my job one day. Mm-hmm. I was just like, why the fuck am I here? Yeah. And it's like, all right. I'm making X amount of money doing podcasting and selling beef and I get a world check every month. Yeah. I, I was I calculated how much money I need to live every day. And I'm like, all right. Yeah. I'm gonna just figure this fuck out. I walk the fuck out. I didn't Congrats. say nothing, just walk the fuck out. This was years ago. And it's a great feeling too. Huh? I never went back. Never went back. and I have never had a job since then. It was the greatest feeling in the world. But I feel like a lot of people whatever whatever they want to start anything it's not just music they refuse to make that switch because it's yeah. fucking scary it's hell. scary as fuck because it's like damn like this is my my source of income like i i don't want to fucking like make this decision and be wrong about it and just like having everyone else look at you too like like oh you're stupid for doing that because like no one believes you can fucking make it through rapping or singing or whatever um, until like someone co-signs you or yeah. or you're starting to pull like these numbers or starting to get like X amount of money in and once you like put that first and not even worry about the money just focus on what makes you happy people look at you like oh you're a fucking idiot like you're not making any money you're gonna be fucking broke you're stupid and I was just like okay like I don't give a fuck I don't wanna fucking I don't wanna live your standards of life and fucking work this dead end job and be depressed all my fucking life like yeah. yeah I'll have money but I'm not gonna be fucking happy like I'm just gonna fucking get two days off a week most people aren't happy most people even think they're most people think they're happy they think they're happy not. because they have money all these fucking cars all this shit but that shit doesn't mean shit and it's like you wake up and you're like ugh I gotta yeah. work wake up in fucking like designer thing. draws in a fucking king size bed with fucking two story house and everything you wake up and you're like Damn, time to be fucking miserable at work. Yeah, 80 hours of fucking Yeah. Day. I can enjoy this shit like 20 yeah. hours a week. Like, shit what the terrible. fuck, bro? My life is just so ass fucking backwards. Man. It is. It is. That definitely. I don't think, I mean, the, the fucking, the principles that people put first make life fucking backwards. But mm-hmm. once you start worrying about yourself and society's standards last, then you become a lot happier. Definitely. And a lot more in tune with yourself. So... That's why I fucking put music first, because I didn't give a fuck what anyone else thought or what anyone else perceived me as, and I was like, I'm going to just do what I want. I don't give a fuck about what my parents think, what my grandparents think, what my friends think. I'm going to just do me. Word. And I think that's a good I think that's a good note to end part one on. Yeah. So, thank you guys for tuning in. This has been part one, interview with Kill Switch. Uh, follow us, Kegel, it's Classic Official. 
Hit the website, kbltclassicofficial.com. Go copy yourself some merch. Um, and yeah, follow me at B-O-B-B-Y-D-E-E on the beat. And then follow Killswitch. Bobby D. Killswitch. Woo! At K-X-L-L-S-W-X-T-C-H. Hella X's. That is me. Yes. All your X's. Yes. Yes. We're back. Part two with Killswitch. Part dose. So... You, you met with Flux Telly. Yeah. Started getting the music popping. Yeah. At what point did you meet Puya? When did this At whole relationship happen? Okay, so I met Flux Telly. Um, we started linking up, like, every other week type shit. Um, he told me, he was like, yo, uh, so I know you're serious about this shit. Uh, I want you to, like, I'm going to send you a bunch of beats. I want you to work on a project. Uh, once we get this project finished, then I'm going to... I'm gonna introduce you to Mikey the Magician, and uh, once I finish the project, he introduced me to Mikey the Magician, and then uh, after that, he was like, yo, uh, me and Puya, we wanna sign you for like management type shit. And uh, that's when he was like on FaceTime with me, and he was like, yo, Puya's actually here right now. And then he showed me him, we just like chopped it up a little bit. Like, yo, nice to meet you. And we just talk business type shit. But yeah, this was like around last year, like last year in August, I want to say. So Puya's your manager is like Buffet Boy's your manager? Who, man, or uh, it's manager like, man. it's like all but, <laughs> it's like, it's <laughs> called All But Six Talent. Um, they have their, their own little like label management type shit. Um, but it's Mikey the Magician and, uh, and Puya and my homie Swig. They're uh they're like pretty much managing me right now. Word. Yeah. But I'm also I'm also signed to um, Empire as my distribution label. Okay. So I'm under Empire and So Empire is just distribution di- yeah. dial. Oh my god, I can't fucking talk. <laughs> no, it's the days you. of being in fucking LA with all these crazy homeless people. Bro, I should fucking, be getting to you. All this fucking the sun, sun and just shit. frying your brain. Like shit like scrambled eggs now. It's fucking just getting to me sleeping in the fucking closet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, your little room. Bruh, it's like fucking Harry Potter. If you guys watch the LA vlog, you're going to see my fucking shitty ass Airbnb. Look, look, it's like you've seen Harry Potter, the movie, the first one where they had him in the fucking under the stairs. Bro, honestly, Shit. I saw Harry Potter once, and that was when I was little as fuck, so I don't even remember. Oh, same, but I just remember that part. You, you just remember that part? <laughs> I really just remember we slept in that little ass fucking closet, and then the car pulled up. I'm like, "Come on, Harry, bro, you're not claustrophobic." <laughs> What's up? You're not claustrophobic. Not really. Cause John was telling me about like how how small and cramped your room was, bro. I could not do that shit. Bro, it's a fucking closet. Bro, I'm gonna I show know. you. I'm gonna show you this shit, bro. After we set the cameras off, I'm gonna fucking show you. That just sounds terrible. It's I'd fucking, fucking. I'd shit myself in there. It's fucking awful. And it's like twenty degrees hotter in there. It's like a hundred fucking. Oh yeah, there, definitely, it's awful. definitely. And it's hot as fuck right now in LA. It's hot as my bro. It's hot as balls. My is balls it hot are, out there in North Carolina? Swamp balls, fucking in that thing. Like <laughs> just hella dick cheese. Yeah, it's disgusting. <laughs> it's like moldy it's disgusting. dick. <laughs> <laughs> North Carolina's hot as shit. It's like it's humid as hell. Yeah, I was about to say it's like it's almost like Florida type of weather, right? Because it's like it's a little the, it's a little less humid and hot than Florida, but like just yeah, about the same. Because I was out in Florida like two months ago, and bro, I felt like I was just covered in fucking sweat when I walked outside. Like there was just a fucking layer of sweat around my whole body. That shit was disgusting. 
But I love Miami. I love Miami. So, like, going back to the whole music thing. Yeah, before we were talking about fucking cheesy dicks and moldy dick cocks. cheese and moldy cocks. <laughs> yeah. Fucking. <laughs> when did you start to notice the music thing start to work? When we were like, all right, I'm actually able to support myself now. Um, literally, like, fucking months ago like like not even that long ago like i literally just quit my job uh i want to say what month is it right now it's june i quit my job in like february i want to say god damn what were you doing i was uh i was washing dishes at this place called john's incredible pizza so you you, you got like puya's you're the puya's management a distribution deal through yeah. Empire where you're fucking washing <laughs> dishes. That's wild. Yeah. Yeah. I, I used to be a busboy, um, but I couldn't handle fucking uh, people telling me what to do to, like, clean the tables and shit. That shit would piss me the fuck off. So they ended up putting me in the back because they had too many problems with me. But they loved me, so they didn't want to let me go. Yeah. So I ended up just get putting back, getting put in the back washing dishes. And uh, I actually stopped going to work uh, in... I think late or early 2020 and uh that's when like everyone was on unemployment and shit like that and i was fucking i was running my bands up on unemployment i was getting that edb that shit was nice so i was just living off of that and then uh like a few months ago everyone started going back to work and i was like you know what fuck this i'm not going back to work so yeah i just started focusing on music and then uh i started to realize like damn i can just support myself with the fucking money i'm making off of music and I can be like free to do whatever I want. How you feel about going on tour? Are you excited? I'm nervous and excited. Uh, it's gonna be big fucking crowds. Dude. It's gonna be crazy. It's we went Puya. to he's, yeah. he's gonna pull. He's gonna yeah. pull with like thousand plus people every show. Yeah, definitely. Uh, <laughs> the, the last show we did, uh, which was like a fucking warm up for tour, uh, it was in Dallas, and that show was insane. There was like, I think there was a, a capacity of like. Uh, 75 percent so there was only like supposed to be 1700 2000 people there uh but they told us they were like yo we hit like maximum capacity but the line's still out the door like people still want to come in so they just kept letting people in type shit and uh so that shit was like filled up like packed type shit and i was like damn i'm nervous as shit because like i've never performed in front of a crowd like this and it's been like two years since I performed because of COVID and uh, yeah I was just nervous but I performed and that shit was fun as fuck so I'm ready for tour but I my fucking voice is shot right now if you yeah. can tell from the fucking uh, the Spider Gang show I was fucking yeah that shit was nuts bro screaming my ass off and that's the most fun I've had in a long yeah that shit was amazing um, shout out to, to Spider Gang for, for letting me pull up too um I fucking I shot my voice out there, and I don't know how the fuck I'm gonna do it on tour, but I'm gonna make it work. Just seen hella fucking tea and cough drops. <laughs> yeah, hella tea and cough. They have drops. like a vocal spray and shit too, or throat spray. I don't something, fucking know, bro. bro. They have some gargle dildos or, or something. I'll make it work. Yeah, whatever you gotta do. I hope gargling dildos helps a lot. Yeah. Never personally tried it. I, but yeah, me things. either, bro. I've never tried that shit before. <laughs> but fucking, uh, when you get into Muay Thai and shit. Oh, um, I've always liked uh, fighting. Uh, I'm a huge MMA fan. Yeah, I've been a I'd, huge MMA fan since I was a kid. Like UFC, I remember like UFC like 46 or some shit. That was like Jesus the first one I Christ. saw. That was like, ever since then I've been hooked on to like MMA. I, 
I at first I didn't like UFC. At first I was like more of a boxing type of guy because mm-hmm. like in UFC you know there's like hella grappling and everything, right? Yeah. I would just see people like grapple on the floor and I'd be like, ah, oh, that's fucking whack. Like I want to yeah. see people fucking I do, beat the I shit do out of each other. wrestling too. So oh, you I do? Grab, I'm more of a grappler. I wanna I wanna uh, get into uh, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu soon, actually, because I've been like focusing too much on striking and shit. Yeah. But. Uh, my dad actually uh, he used to box and everything so when I was like five uh, he taught me like how to box like just like the basic shit we would have like a punching bag fucking mitts the the little like throat looking shit mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking about the yep. speed bag shit yeah. um, we had that in the no throat so, yeah <laughs> the fucking thing in the back of your throat uh, yeah we had that so I would just like train with that and this full fucking he uh one time he he put me up against uh when i was like five or six he put me up against his homie's uh little kid and he just like we had like this little uh skate ramp in the backyard mm-hmm. and he threw his gloves and he was like yo go box <laughs> and i was like okay <laughs> so i fucking we boxed and I beat his ass, and I was like, this is fun. So, <laughs> so I was like, this is what I want to do. I want to Violence box. is fun. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I want to box. So uh, I fucking, I, I liked fighting from then. After that, it was like street fights up until I was like fucking 12. Uh, and then my dad was like, you're getting in too many street fights. Uh, we're going to sign you up to like get like, like an actual boxing coach at a boxing gym. And I was like, all right, fuck it teach me discipline and shit which it didn't it fucking made it worse i just yeah. want to get in more fights because now you're um, like yeah now i, yeah, I can, know how to I your, whoop ass. your ass now like. <laughs> but yeah i did boxing from when i was like 12 uh to 15 and that's when i started like fucking up and getting in trouble with like the law and shit um and i ended up taking a break uh and then when i was like 19 i started doing muay thai because i started like look more into like ufc the fucking all types of fighting styles and all that and it just interested me like fucking uh looking into to bruce lee and bruce lee was like yeah. talking about like like his jeet kundo shit like oh uh any fucking however you're comfortable with fighting like there's no stance there's no nothing mm-hmm. like whatever makes you comfortable that's how you fight and I was just looking into that. Fucking uh, grappling started to like catch my attention now, cause then I was like, damn, I saw like some slams, I saw some fucking yeah. some choke holds and some arm bars and shit, and I was like, damn, that shit looks fucking gnarly. And I was like, I want to learn how to do that shit. It so. used to be like ten times. I'm not even gonna say ten times out of ten. I'm not gonna get that cocky. But it used to be nine times out of ten, grappler's gonna win. Used to be that way. Yeah. So the striker started to learn how to just not get taken down. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> with, the, like, with the UFC, you definitely have to have like a a, a good balance between like your your grappling defense yeah. and your striking. Too. In modern day mixed martial arts, you gotta have a balance of everything. Remember back in the early days of MMA, like early mixed martial art days, back when they had Pride, UFC, Strike Force, yeah. everything. Grapplers and wrestlers were dominating everybody. Definitely. Now you come and then you got people like. Israel Adesanya, oh, who I just can't Israel get taken down, that, who just can barely get taken down. No, like, that fool that is amazing. That Jose fool. Aldo from back wait, was an old featherweight champion before McGregor. Yeah, could not get taken. He's the best wrestlers in the country. Just couldn't take him down. Mm-hmm. So the sport is definitely fucking, fucking evolved amazing a lot. at striking too. Like Israel Adesanya, that fool is like a yeah. fucking a fucking real life anime character, bro. Yeah, I love that fool. I yeah, love Adesanya is 
definitely one of the most dominant champs in a long fucking time. Yeah. You're straight edge, edge, too. You don't smoke or drink or nothing like that? Uh... No, I I'm just on antidepressants. Oh, <laughs> um, I'm on Zoloft, but I actually I I just got out of rehab. Not just I just got out of rehab uh, in 2019, and that was the last time that uh, before I checked myself in that I did oxys. I was like addicted to oxys for like fucking six months. Word. Thirties, yeah. I was snorting. I said word like that was a good thing. What word, bro. Sick, <laughs> yeah, dude. word. You should stick the oxys, bro. Sick, word. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> nah, that shit. Fuck I, yeah, <laughs> bro. I fucking someone offered. Uh, I was like down bad. I was like running out of money because I was spending like six bands a week on oxys. What the uh, fuck? Yeah, I was fucking. I was going broke off them shits. Uh, but I found someone to sell me shit cheaper. They were like, "Yo, it's fentanyl cut. Uh, it's fucking. It's like pressed as hell." Uh, we can sell you this 30 for like five bucks. And I was like, five bucks? I'll fucking, I'll shoot that shit up my ass, bro, for five bucks? And I fucking, I linked up with them, and they were like smoking heroin type shit. What the fuck? And they were like, yo, you want some of this? And I was like, nah, bro, I'm just gonna take my shit and go home. Like, (laughs) I'm good. So I did that, and then when I got home, I was like, I gotta stop this shit. Like, this yeah. is the type of people that I'm starting to, like, kick it with. Like, this is how people fucking die, bro. Yeah, bro, exactly. Like, like I was one fucking, uh, one laced oxy pill away from fucking overdosing type shit. So, I, like, I realized then I was like, damn, I gotta check myself into rehab. And, uh, I ended up checking myself into rehab when I was withdrawing. And, yeah, that shit was hell. You never looked back after that. Nah, I I ended up ran away. I ran away from rehab because <laughs> uh, I did a uh, suboxing. Uh, yeah, I did suboxing, and they found out that uh, people in rehab had the suboxing, and they tested us, and uh, they were gonna get the test back the next day. So everyone that took it was like, "All right, bro, tonight when everyone's sleep, we're dipping the fuck out of here." Like. We're not worrying about our probation officers, our fucking, our suspended sentences or nothing. Like, we're just fucking running away. And I don't even know how to fucking get home. I had to ask some homeless guy for a fucking map to get home. What the fuck? Because it was like fucking Like a physical map? Over. Like a physical map, yes. <laughs> homeless physical people, map. Just, like homeless was, people just have maps. Bro, yeah, homeless people out here just it's like a video. It's like a video bags. game. You just want to run up. Yeah. Talk to this NPC. <laughs> <laughs> bro, that's exactly how it map. Is. That's exactly how it was, bro. It was like the fucking the quest of Kill Switch. Like that's fuck? how I had to get home, bro. That shit was fucking terrible, though. I what watched... happened after that? Were they looking for your ass? Uh, nah, they weren't looking for me because like I was I was there just because my my sister knew someone at the rehab. So like I was there. They were doing a favor for me being there, but like yeah. I didn't want them to fucking hold me there and be like, "Yo, you're fucking, you're not." like actually here to get clean like you're just doing drugs in here so we're gonna keep you longer and shit so i was like fuck i'm not gonna deal with that shit i'm just gonna run away and uh yeah so i did that took me like fucking 15 hours to get home walking there so yeah i couldn't call no one because they took my phone so (laughs) yeah it's just ass but shit bro uh wish we could talk longer but shit it's already 5 30 at the airport by 7 i still gotta do one more interview with bmg here yeah, Brumain God. And dude over here looking bummy as hell on the bed. Shout out to Brumain <laughs> over here on the bed. 
Fuck it. Uh, but yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. This interview with Kill Switch. Kill Switch's first interview. I love giving first interviews. I do that a lot. Yeah. I love that shit. Cult classics pop my cherry. I pop the interview cherry. I've, I've, take, I've popped a lot of cherries. I've taken a lot of interview virginities over here. Dude's a virgin slayer. Yeah. Just fucking slaying them left and right, bro. Thank you for having me, though. Yeah, bro. We're definitely going to have to do it again. Def- definitely made this I know you're coming to very, Charlotte. Very comfortable. So. Yeah, I'm going to be going to Charlotte on tour, so we'll link up and then uh, yeah. we'll just get another interview done. Word. Or turn up, come turn up with you on tour. Maybe we'll do a yeah, vlog and punch, shit. Punch me in the face. Fucking I'll walk out on stage, just fucking punch you in the face for yeah, everybody. Yeah, if I see you in the crowd, I'll drop kick you. That'd in the be forehead. wild. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> Jump on me. Drop, drop kick you on the forehead. Yeah, <laughs> very fun. But Have shit. All right, guys. Thank you for tuning in. You know all the all this shit. Go to the website, follow us on social media. It's all in the description and shit down here. Drew will type it up and put it across the screen. All that shit too. So love you guys. Thanks for watching. Peace.